Good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, Easy Agent Proers. My name is Chris McHale, and you are listening to the In the Lead podcast. Uh, this is episode 76 now, 77 if you count grants, I think. So we are cruising right along, making it happen, and we have a full house and a very special guest today. Um, we'll start off with the, the, the usuals. We've got our GQ model, Kelvin. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm hanging in there, man. You got a hat inside. That's a good uh, style choice. I I'm do, man. That. My hair is like, I've like grown out my hair. It's so long and unruly right now. I just didn't have time to gel it and look nice and pretty for you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Podcast <laughs> listeners really care. Hey, about they do. I do. It's... A lot of them see the videos. A lot of them see the videos. You don't know. You never know. We also have Robert. How are you doing, Robert? Hey, excited to be here. Uh, no, I'm still still stuck on my current upholstery project. <laughs> make an outdoor couch cinder block furniture look it up on pinterest i'm not kidding oh just busy as always chris busy as always <laughs> right know, all he yeah, says is okay everyone thinks. i don't know what to i don't know how to interpret that <laughs> okay <laughs> I asked him one day, I was like, hey, Tyler, do you have the link to the Craigslist ad? And it was just a flat out no. That was it. Nope. Oh, that was me. <laughs> Go search on Craigslist. <laughs> no, you're, but I just needed to know where it was. Tyler just didn't even like say that. It was just a flat out no. And then I didn't talk to him for the rest of the day. I didn't. And I was in the middle of a project. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Also, Thanks. we have Mr. Neil in. He is the host of another podcast called Onion Juice. Uh, really, really great for real estate agents. How are you doing today, Neil? Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. This is a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little nervous, but let's do it. Tell us a little bit about your favorite brand. Sure, yeah, I'm a minivan driving dad. Uh, oh, three, yeah, three and kids. proud. Yeah, and proud, and proud. Never thought I'd drive a minivan, but boy, is it nice once you have one. You know? <laughs> you They're pretty fit. functional. Right. There's right. Room, room for all kinds of activities in there, right? Yeah, that's right. Heck yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, yeah. With that said, um, we know that you're the host of Onion Juice. Uh, I do know that you and Tyler have had some great um, experiences with some some good video footage and, and courses and lead gen tactics and stuff like that. So, how long? Uh, first things, I mean, everybody wants to know how long have you been an agent? Sure, fifteen years now. I'm, I'm starting okay. to become a veteran. It's scary. A veteran, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what's yeah. Your, where's your market? <laughs> uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Awesome. It's very cool. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. Cheese capital, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Cheese, <laughs> cheese, beer, and sports. You're caught up. That's all you need <laughs> to know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Much. And the Packers. That's right. Packers yep. are badgers. Cheese, beer, and sports. That's all you need to know. And that's, that's what you got here. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> So in, in creating the name, we thought of something tangible and I wanted something that somebody could hold. And I had the idea of a juice box and thinking that somebody could drink the content. And then I wanted, I, I was like, juice box, I don't really, I'm not feeling that. And then I, I was thinking of like different types of juice and I wanted to think of the weirdest juice. 
And because well, yeah, we did, we did. <laughs> and so we came up with onion juice. And really, we're all about attracting business instead of chasing business. And most realtors are all on the chase. And so I wanted something different. I wanted something weird. And, and so that's how we landed on onion juice. Yeah, it was simply an agent in my office at Realty Executives that that said, "Hey, what you just taught me in this one hour one on one session is is amazing, and I feel like I'm drinking out of a fire hose. Do you have this recorded anywhere? Because I want to listen to it over and over." And I said, "No, I don't, but I could." And then in the process of doing that, I mean, I teach people to be media companies that happen to sell real estate. So I thought, well, why am I not doing it? Why, why haven't I launched anything? So instead of just making it an internal show or an internal recording, we decided to go all out and, and make it a podcast and, and run with it. And how long have you guys been on air? It, we're just about to hit the 87th episode, so 87 oh, weeks. Oh, we got catching up. We got some catching up. We got a little race going on here, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Daily podcast for five weeks. Right. Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Welcome to the round table, man. You're more than welcome to join up anytime you want. Um, that's fantastic. Great. And, uh, we'll, we'll let you shamelessly plug it right before we leave as well. Um, and, and your information, which will be great. Uh, so let's just move right along. Um, I'm, I'm sure the guys, we've been so crazy busy. A lot of us haven't had the opportunity to really look at the podcast show notes. He's pulling it out. He's always, he's got the always (laughs) being prepared. So number one secret to life. So, I want, this is going to be a really broad uh, thing. And Neil and I were kind of brainstorming about it. This is what I came up with, you know, within like the five, 10 minutes in between tickets I've had. I think I think a lot of what Gary Vaynerchuk is saying, being a media company that happens to sell real estate. And and with that, what I've found is some of the sweet spots of, of that is being the digital mayor of your of your city, uh, you know, interviewing the, the local business owners, you know, talking about things that are going on in your city, interviewing the lady that's lived here for 50 years and remembers when it used to be cornfields. You know, that that type of content and using the city to be your content. But I the magic piece in all of this that I think a lot of people miss out on is the vulnerability piece and and being able to be authentic is one thing. But I think being vulnerable is something that often we don't do and we try to become perfectionist and we only put out the best of the best and we're not real and authentic and vulnerable. Yeah, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. What about Kelvin? I mean, Kelvin's been a master of social media marketing and stuff like that. What do you What do you think about that? No, I think that's a great point. And I think one of the things he just said, so it's not 
agents become so fixed and narrowed in on this idea of just I'm here to sell houses, but the way to build a successful business is to become ingrained in your community and you're here to you're here to facilitate the the connectivity of the overall community. You're here to bring people together, you're here to provide value and information that people find useful. It's not just about I'm here to sell houses. So to changing your perspective up in in that regard I think is very important. So I think that was a very good point. Roberto, you've I'm sure you you know, you've seen everything from you've done everything from sell yoga mats to to do this now, and I'm sure you've. Do you have that same mindset? Make make it as human as possible. I well, I'll agree first with media company first. Um, what's your you know how you make money second? It's really I think that's the, the key to doing it online. And if you're just always trying to just you know like I tried to sell yoga mats with just a yoga mat website with no yoga community, then it definitely fails. But Neil, I wanted to ask you, what do you mean? Like, what would um. By vulnerable, do you mean uh, not being a perfectionist and just being persistent and consistent with uh, kind of meet your content production? Or like, um, would you like to go more into that? What you mean by that? Yeah, I I think what what we're needing to establish with customers, first and foremost, is trust. So I like to compare this professional buttoned up, um, has it all together realtor versus the 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 guy that is driving dad right right. the guy i mean who are you gonna trust right the guy that's got it all buttoned up or the minivan driving dad right (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah i think however you can get to the point where you're establishing trust that's the sweet spot and how through 15 years of experience like a youtube channel for you neil the minivan driving dad yeah there you go (laughs) i love i love that i think it's fantastic what what are some successful things that you've noticed like i don't want to say quickly but effectively generating trust what what ideas do you have for doing such a thing i think when you get to the point when you can say something that it resonates with so many people to the point where they all say me too and when you get people saying me too you're you're now having this human element where they they think if he's willing to share that with me I trust him and and sometimes it's saying the stuff that nobody else will say I came out with a big movement saying that open houses don't sell houses 1% of all houses sell from open houses and and I came out and said that the reason I told people that I did open houses is because they thought that's what was going to help sell their house well the truth is that open houses don't sell houses. Open houses are a great way for realtors to meet the neighbors and meet tire kicking buyers so we can build our business. So that's vulnerability, right? Like that's kind of ballsy to come out and put that out. I did it on the radio. I did it publicly. And so, so I think that that's part of the vulnerability and you can swing that all the way to something crazy that, you know, I mean, at, at one time in my life, I had a marijuana addiction and, and I, I could come out and, and, and help others. It, it to me one time I dropped it in the middle of a keynote. I was given a keynote. I just felt it to to say I need to I need to say this. And there was three people that came up to me afterwards and said thank you, man. Like I'm struggling with it right now, and I'm glad to know that I'm not alone. And then you know I had you know I mean and so but that's I mean I felt like oh my gosh what did I just do? Like I just said this. It's like a white cloth event, and I'm I'm uh, I'm up here talking about my addiction from seven years ago. You know like. You know, what did I do? But hey, man, if you if you can go there, it's amazing, this connections. And those three people that connected with me afterwards about it, I still remember their name and their face and everything. And there's that connection. So, right. I mean, you can swing it either way, but I'm just, 
I'm just trying to speak to the person that is not willing to take any risks because they don't want to, they want to have this professional persona and they don't want to risk that. Yeah, it falls back on that vulnerability too. That shows the human element. Everybody's got their stuff, and if you if you can relate with an individual, I mean, the world's your oyster at that point. So that's right. that's fantastic advice. I love that idea, and I think it's fant- I think it's great, really, really great. Um, with with the idea of vulnerability and trust, what do you think? Uh, and and Robert or Kelvin and Tyler, feel free to chime in on this too. What do you think is the most effective way to portray that on the internet, whether it be social media, your your real estate site, uh, blogging, anything like that? Neil, go ahead and take it away. Sure. So I think I think that Facebook is is the new internet, and I, I and I and I believe that I believe that you want to be pumping out content on on Facebook. Uh, for me, it's just that as a realtor, it's a way for me to reach my audience as fast as possible. And then I just love YouTube and I love like I love what you guys are doing on YouTube too. You know, pumping out content that's searchable, that's directing back to you. And and so I, I you know, I, I think I think that um you know like I'm always looking for social content, like stuff that people want to engage with that I'm putting on YouTube or putting on Facebook. And then when I'm putting something on, on YouTube, I'm really trying to make it searchable. Right. Did anybody want to chime in? Robert? Tyler? Oh, no, that's I I I think video, I think audio are the like you know, we started off with just pure blogs and content and I think that used to work really well for a certain amount of time, but we never saw such a big like impact on our trust and the type of like a real shift in the way people talk to us and approach us as when you became a real person. When you're out there, Kelvin's there all the time, Ty's there all the time, Chris here making the podcast. Um, like they get to see your face, they get to see you give your message over and over again. And I think that builds like, that's the, really the effectiveness of YouTube. And it's just like, it's pretty amazing to see how, um, someone could read the exact same article and basically be non-responsive or unaffected by it. But then you have a person talking on the top of it and it makes it like, Oh man, I can relate to this guy. And it goes back to what Neil is saying. It's like, you can see them as a person and not as the, the a company. And it, right. I think that's really the thing is like getting out of being super corporate. And, and I think that goes into quality of production and all this stuff too. It's like, you don't have to have the best videos. You have to have real authentic videos where you're talking, you get to hear their voice. You get to hear, you know, Neil's from, from the upper Midwest and you can hear his accent and you're like, man, this guy's one of us. And, um, I think it just really gets your message through and makes it just much more, um, you, you break down that barrier to absorption, I think. So I, I liked a lot of what you said. I think video is probably the biggest thing too, but I, I also think that other people have different strengths and communicate through different mediums more effectively. So there's like three things that I broke down in a video I did yesterday. I was like, if, if you're not comfortable with video and you don't think that's the best way for you to effectively communicate and be transparent and vulnerable, maybe blogging, maybe you're a better writer, maybe a podcast is the way for you to go. There's different mediums you can explore, but it, all, it does all circle back to what Neil said about you can be vulnerable and completely relatable on all three of those different mediums, whichever one works best for you. So Neil, like when did you, this is, 
so I bet a lot of agents are listening to this and they're either they're in either one or two camps or maybe three. Like A, they're doing it. So that's probably 5% of agents. And then the other 95% aren't. And so they're either thinking it won't work or they don't know how to get started. So like how did you get started or why did you decide that this is like the next step for your sure. business? Sure. I stumbled and tripped and tried and did something else and tried something else and I like, you know, I just fumbled my way through it. I mean, you guys do not want to see my first videos out there. They're just horrendous. And, you know, and, and, and I think you just have to make up your mind that you're going for this. And, and, and so like, you know, I mean, I'm seeing agents that are just hitting the live button and going on, you know, I, I think of like Shannon Milligan in Virginia, she's doing wind down Wednesday and, and she's being vulnerable and real and she's getting a ton of attraction and and just you know almost breaking the internet when she's on it's just it's awesome but she's just she started probably on snapchat it's kind of like the gateway drug right like you just <laughs> you start on snapchat and and because nobody else is watching you and you just start to you start to get used to doing something in video and then you get the courage to go live and then you your first four or five of them are horrible and then you find the cadence and you get going uh, you know and, and I, like i have a face perfect for radio and so, like, for me, like, I'm really good on audio. I'm decent on, on video, but I find that I have to be in my own element to be really good on video. Like, it, it, you know, like, I found my comfort inside my car. It's the same place that I sing the best, right? Like, I'm comfortable to sing <laughs> in the too. car. Well, I, need to, <laughs> I, need to rec- I need to record in the shower then. That's what I That's do. right. That's right. right? <laughs> you know, like, I just have confidence in the car, and that's where I found my cadence four years ago and I started recording all of my videos sitting in my car. That's awesome. Yeah. Love that. So I think you just got to build up that strength, but it, it comes and just trust that it will come. So what, uh, what inspired you to get started then? Uh, I think I was always looking like I believed in blogging right away and I, and I just thought this is excellent. So I started writing a a blog series called 121 reasons why I love where I live. And, and I was, I was interviewing business owners. I was writing blog posts about, about places, events, you know, just my favorite seasons, anything to talk about with 121 reasons why I love where I live. And then, and then Facebook came out and then uh, I started sharing stuff on Facebook. So I was just not doing blogging. And then the recession came and I couldn't afford to do any advertising. So I thought, well, I'm going to start making YouTube videos. And I'm going to start doing YouTube videos along with Facebook. And then when Facebook, like there was even a time where you couldn't even upload a video to Facebook, if I remember correctly, or maybe I caught on later. But then I'm like, oh, wow, I could just upload these to Facebook where my audience already is. And so then I just started loading, you know, ads to Facebook or videos to Facebook. And then so it just kind of like morphed. The short answer is it just morphed into it. Um, And I grew in courage along the way. I love how you were so resu- – it sounds like it's really, really cool to be – like I envy you for being so resourceful during the recession because how many agents and how many people were just like, well, that's it. Yeah. I'm done. You know what I mean? It's sitting there saying, okay, cool. I can't afford to run a paid advertisement, but I can take advantage of YouTube, SEO, and, and that type of marketing strategy. I love that. That idea of like, well, what else can I – the question of what else can I do You're in right. the meantime. Right. Yep. Yep. And it ended up being my sweet spot. I ended up finding it because of that. Yeah. And it all grows from, it all stems from the same place of like 121 reasons to live, why I love my city was just giving value to people that care about what you're talking about in right. your, in your area. And then that is not a, 
So that's not too far away from, from real estate related topics and all this, all this stuff. That's great. That's fantastic. Um, let's move on. Uh, that's uh, man. That's lots of really, really great content. I love that. Let's move on to the next thing. Um, what, uh, yeah. Okay. So one, one other question that I have for you, uh, as well is, uh, your, your best success story, hands down, like the most memorable success you've had where either you worked really hard to get to that point, um, or anything like that. It was actually a question from a podcast listener. So, uh, we're really curious about what you, uh, what yeah. You that, so that. I found this, this, I started this game. I had, I had a trivia question in my newsletter that I mailed out. I've been mailing newsletters from the first month that I was a realtor. And I, I'd mail out this newsletter, and then I thought, well, I'm going to put this trivia question in the newsletter. Well, the, week went, the month went by, and nobody called to answer the trivia question. I'm like, okay, that was a flop. And, <laughs> and before I do the next issue, I want to announce who won this $25 gift certificate. So I put it on Facebook, and within like 10 seconds, somebody answered it. I'm like, wow, that was cool. I'm wow. like, I don't need to be putting this into my, my newsletter. I should be putting this on Facebook. And then I thought, you know what, if, if it's a trivia question that somebody can Google, they'll answer it like in, in minutes, right? Like, that's not, that's not fun. So what if we did it like a family feud style trivia question? Like, name something you might see if you go to a Brewer baseball game, right? Like, there's a thousand answers. And, and so I just cuddled around with a couple people in the office and said, let's pick an answer. And so that, you know, that we're playing fair here. And let's see who the first one to, to answer is. So we called it Mathwig Monday Trivia, and I did it every Monday because Mondays All right, where did you come up with that name? You need to come up with names for us, dude. Right. That's, that's <laughs> on point. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we called it Mathwig Monday Trivia, and every Monday I posted a video. And my why was not because I wanted to give away a gift certificate. My why was is because I wanted to have fun with people, cheer people up because Mondays suck. And, and hey, you might be the winner <laughs> of, a, of a $25 gift certificate to a local restaurant. And then I partnered with four different local restaurants. And then the people could pick what restaurant they wanted. And uh, I, I got the gift certificates half off. And so I had $12.50 a week into it, plus a $5 Facebook boost That's once awesome. Facebook became a pay-to-play space. And, and then, you know, I mean, I just I, what, what happened with this is people were like, dude, this has nothing to do with real estate. Why, is this, why are you doing this? Why are you playing this funny trivia game? And then three years later, I was on stage telling people how I sold 30, 40 houses last year <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. But Neil, I thought Facebook didn't work. No, it doesn't. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't believe in it. Right, right. <laughs> thanks, for, uh, thanks for giving all your secrets, too. You we bet. You that. bet, man. Well, that was like so genuine. That's hard to fake. Like, yeah. If, yeah, right. You know? um, yeah. That, I, I want to stem off of this question as well, too. Like... Is, is there a memorable failure that you've had that has just stuck with you that you're just like, okay, I'm never doing that again? Or like, did you, was there a really great learning experience <laughs> yeah. that you just thought to yourself? Yeah. Let me hear that too. I want to hear that. I'm always curious. So guys, that whole Mathwig Monday trivia thing, that sounds awesome, right? Well, I thought it would be brilliant if I gave a market report before I gave the trivia question out, right? <laughs> so you got to listen to how the market is and how knowledgeable I am and how much I know, oh, no. and then we'll play trivia. <laughs> did it work oh my gosh my, and, and i had a i had a i had an assistant uh i love him i mean he's in my he's uh he, he ended up him and his wife moved away otherwise he'd still be on my team amazing guy he um he's like dude drop the whole the whole market thing like that you don't just give the trivia thing man just have fun with people 
I'm like, all right. So yeah, like the first <laughs> the first Mathwing Monday trivia is I'm like, welcome. This is the market report. I'm the Mathwing. <laughs> We're up six percent. We're really wow. moving these. Right. Wait till you hear the right? yeah. Right. Wait till you hear the new absorption rate. It went yeah. down this month. Yeah. I can't say I've ever been excited to read a market report. I get a lot of. I sign up to a lot of agent emails, and I'm just like, man. Video or what doesn't change yeah, it. It's still just change boring, it. boring. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Awesome. Thank you so much to the listener who sent that in. Uh, it was an anonymous tip. Uh, really, really appreciate that. If you do, if you folks do have questions anonymous for some of our tip. special guests, yeah, right? We just we found that one with the Amber Alert. Uh, the uh, If you do have any questions that you want to ask for our special guests or for us in general, feel free to send us a question to support at easyagentpro.com. Send us a tweet at uh, at Easy Agent Pro, or uh, just just hit us up on your help button if you if you are an Easy Agent Pro member. Uh, take advantage of that. Um, with that said, we'll move on to the next thing. Um, I know you really wanted to talk about attracting business. I want to know what some of your tools, your resources, and your um, your your little repertoire of of stuff you've got to. Uh, you've, you've captured that client. You, you've, you've reached out. They've, they've come to you. Now what? What's the next step to try and close? What's the next step for you to help an individual sell a home or really get down to the nitty gritty and see what they want? Yeah. I, so I, I'm a big believer in a two-step listing process. And, and what I like to do is, and, I, and I, I'll give this out. I mean, you, can, you guys can just text the word listing to 44222. Uh, and, and that will get you, um, the, my, my whole listing process. So, um, so what it is, is it's a two-step listing process. And, and what I do is I go to the house and I ask questions first and I set expectations. And when I ask these questions, I'm gathering more information than anybody else is. And, and then I'm going back and doing the CMA. And so most agents are coming to the house with a CMA. And so I'm standing out from the crowd because I'm saying, I'm telling them right up front, hey, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna come with a CMA. And, and if you're interviewing three agents, I'll probably be the only one that doesn't come with a CMA. But here's the thing, they haven't seen your house, but yet they're telling you what your home is worth. And so I want to come and see your house first. And so what is this doing? Right, this is positioning me against the other three agents right away. I'm standing out right away. Then I'm coming and asking them questions, which most agents are going to come and tell them how awesome they are and how great their marketing plan is and how awesome their professional photographer is and rave about their staging and, and you know, all of their stats and just it'll be me, 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 me the whole time. And, and I'm doing the opposite. I'm coming in and asking them questions. They're talking 90% of the time and I'm talking 10% of the time. Then I'm going to walk through. And then the last question that I ask them is, do I have your permission to be honest with you? Because a lot of sellers will, or a lot of agents will end up insulting the seller because they don't have their permission to be honest. So you walk into a room and the seller says, do we need to do anything with this room? And you start picking it all apart and saying, you got to move this and declutter this and this, uh, this wall. Who picks staying out of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start ripping on it, right? And you're thinking, hey, I'm the authority. I'm the professional. They're asking my opinion. These people still have emotions in this. This is their home, right? So you have to have their permission first. If you get that, then you can say, hey, I have your permission to be honest, right? Yeah, I would suggest that we paint these walls. This color is a little too dark. We need to lighten it up. It's going to make the room look bigger. We need to declutter this shelf. I think we should get this shelf completely out of here. And, and now you now you're, have their permission and you're the professional. But if you don't get their permission, if you don't ever ask them questions, 
then you're going to insult them and you're going to lose the listing right there. So then I go back, I do the CMA, I set up the second appointment. Uh, I'd say 70% of the time, they're, they're convinced to go or compelled to go with me that I don't even need to send them the CMA anymore or have the second appointment. They just say, send me the CMA, let's sign the paperwork. Like you're our guy. And, um, and so I've been doing it that way. I, and I used to be the, that other way. I used to come in and say how great I was. Uh, guys, I had the best presentation ever. I was in your you roll up in Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Kelvin, Kelvin, what do you think about that, man? You've been a little quiet, a little, little interested no, in just, what you think. Just listening. I think he's completely right. Everyone wants to go the self-promotional route right out of the, right out of the gate. And I think that's the quickest way to really um, narrow the opportunity that you have. So I think that's I think a great, great point. Yeah, I love it. I, I, you're the first person who I've ever heard, honestly, out of all the agents that I deal with on a, on a basis. I, like I had like 10 come up in my mind, and I won't say their names, but uh, that, that do do that. They're the exact opposite of what you do. Come in guns hot with their GE Power Award that they just made up and say that, you know, look, I'm the best, I'm the best in the business, all this stuff. It doesn't work. It, it, it doesn't work that way. And, and for you to ask a, a person who has had their blood, tears, and sweat poured into a home for years and ready to sell it to ask them, hey, is it cool if I am real with you, if I do hurt your feelings? Because this is not an easy process for anybody. Um, I, I love that. I think being honest and once again, putting yourself out there and being human about it is the best thing you could ever do. I mean, clearly it's worked for you. Yeah. So hats off. And Definite all, hats off for that. And also to add all of this, when you ask questions, you get more information that you can then better serve the customer with, right? I mean, like when it comes to pricing, I've gone in with a CMA with a house that I haven't even seen. I'm missing a bathroom because I didn't know they added a bathroom. I'm missing 800 square feet that they finished downstairs because I didn't ask enough questions. And then I come in and tell them that their house is worth 320 and everybody else is telling them 370 right? Like, they're right, just going right. to laugh me out of the room. Where if right. I ask questions, they're going to say, well, we're thinking around 370 You're going to get more information. You're going to verify the information you have. I mean, agents just get lazy and just do one step. And, and really, it doesn't take much more time to do two steps. Right, For right. Sure. This I is love- all funny because we've been, uh, we're always pestered to do like, we have a HVA, like a home value tool, CMA tool on lead sites. And they're always like, why isn't there data? Why doesn't it automatically send them their home value? And we're like firmly in the belief right along you that like, it's a perfect reason to call someone without just saying sales stuff. Like you literally have questions to ask and stuff to talk to them about first being like, Hey man, I got this for you. Uh, am I your agent? Am I going to like, can we meet up? (laughs) Like, it's like such a different position of yourself and, um, and then I, and then you stand out because you're swimming against the current against what everyone else is doing. You could go to Zillow, get a Zestimate sent to your email in two seconds. Yeah. That's not why you're on an agent site. Your call ends up being a customer service call instead of a sales call, you know? Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was just – I was just about to ask you like – before this happens, before you pull up in that hot rod minivan and you're ready to talk to this individual, Neil, you can't you, tell like, Chris anything. He'll just he'll yeah, take don't. It to the he'll just I'll, <laughs> I'll take it and run it. I'll run with it aggressively. I'm, it. I'm, I'm no longer him. the host of the Onion Juice podcast. I'm just <laughs> I a minivan driving dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky. Um, he's so nice, Chris. I know. I know. I love it. That's what we do. We rag on each other. So welcome to the welcome to the family. The uh, um. The little I, brother I, I, you never had the, or wanted. That's what, uh, hey, easy. That hurts my feelings. 
The uh, with that said, like before you even get, you roll up to this house, and before you're ready to like, you know, be real with these folks, like how do you go about attracting those people initially to get them to that listing appointment? What is that step? You generate that lead, and then you immediately say, "Hey, let's set up a time." Or how does that work out? Sure, I, I mean a lot of a lot of it is is what I was doing with Mathwick Monday Trivia. I mean, them just seeing the real side of me and having fun with me every Monday. That was one part of it. Another thing is, is that because my customer service and I asked so many questions to sellers in the beginning, they referred me. So not only did people want to list with me and sell with me, but they're like, hey, our friend, they, they need to find you as well. And so I started getting more referrals because of the way I was presenting. That's awesome. That's so, man, this is going to be a good podcast. I can feel it in my bones. I love it. I love it. Um, all right, Neil. We're going to give you the floor here. What about your, what's your course like? Tell me about your courses that you've got, some content, anything that you really, really love uh, that you want to share with us. Yeah. So I, I learned in coaching at, at Realty Executives over the last two years, about 60 agents, I learned that as long as an agent has a clear plan and they are consistent with that plan, they will be successful. So most agents are like, okay, clear plan. I understand it, but how do I build it? And so I came up with a three-pillar approach. So the first pillar is what you're going to do with your sphere of influence. Second pillar is what you're going to do to chase business. And your third pillar is what you're going to do to attract business. I lay. Just put them out. You can just do the whole thing right now. Sure, we're, sure. We're totally yeah. <laughs> so I lay it. I'm teasing. It's up to you. Yeah, so give it, give it to me. Let me yeah, you bet. So I, I just lay it all out and I give them 15 options. And, and in those options, what I'm looking for is what resonates with you? What is, your, what, is, what is your strengths around? See, most coaching programs make you fit inside of a box. If you don't do it this way, you will fail, right? And we all are left feeling like failures. So I envisioned a round box, and that's why we call it round box coaching, is because I want a box with some structure, but I want that box to be round so that it gives you room for your strengths, your gifts, your entrepreneurship spirit, whatever it might be. And then we fit into those three pillars. So your sphere of influence, your chase, and your attract. And then I give you 15 options and you fill in those pillars. And then what I do is I help you stay consistent because most of us have this this shiny object syndrome where we're trying one thing and then we hear about another agent trying something else and then we give up and we start doing what they're doing even though that's not even our strength. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and we just wasted all this time. So what I help them do is get this clear plan, and then I help them stay consistent with it. I can picture Tyler right now just shaking his head up and down like, dude, that's what I've been trying to tell people for years. Just <laughs> stick with it. Just make it happen, right? Yeah. So what are some of the tracks, Neil? Like what do you find are, are the most popular or, yeah. or like, um, uh, some of the more common ones? So just like the, like the sphere of influence, I'm big on mailing newsletters and staying in contact and doing client appreciation parties. That's my big sphere of influence pillar, and I give some other options. Uh, the, the chase, I'm big on open houses for a brand new agent that doesn't have any money. Uh, if they have money, I'm going to definitely recommend Facebook advertising the landing pages and getting an Easy Agent Pro site the best, and and then uh, you know running running and getting in a community. I mean, you guys not only got the website and the landing pages, but you got the community, which is huge. And and so you know Facebook ads, the landing pages. You can also subscribe to to other lead sources if you have money. Um, and then the attraction is going to be really what we talk about on the Onion Juice podcast. The Onion Juice podcast is meant to help people with that attraction because nobody's talking about attraction. We're all talking about what's the, the latest thing to chase business. 
So the attraction is, is, you know, having a podcast, having a show, blogging, running seminars, uh, you know, anything to attract business. Love it, man. Thank you so much. Um, man, this has been a great episode. I love I love all the content you've given where, us. Where can people find that? Can, That's exactly oh, what I was going to Awesome, ask. awesome. Give, yeah. it, give it away. <laughs> yeah, you can go to roundboxcoaching.com and, and, or you can just text the word roundbox to 44222. And we'll have that link below as well for people on the, on the podcast and on Podbean so that they can take a look at it for you as well. Um, I really appreciate you sitting on, on the show, wasting 40 minutes with us. Uh, Talk, yeah hanging out having a good time i've learned a lot i don't know about you guys but i've learned so much um i might actually start using some of it in coaching sessions and stuff like that as well i love the idea of of having people uh going for you instead i think i think once you've gotten there you're set for life and it sounds like you already have been which is fantastic and i, and I love it um any any final questions guys anything that you want to talk to him about before we sign off here Neil, what's the what's the best restaurant in Janesville? I'll be there next weekend. <laughs> oh, good old Janesville! I don't, I can't help you there, man. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought that was close to you. No, I like, I can't remember the last time we rolled the minivan down to Janesville. To, to <laughs> <find> <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying what's the best restaurant in santa fe no one goes to santa fe yeah. oh, well, i mean you can't go wrong with, yeah yeah there's plenty of stuff along the interstate there that will take care of you i'll get back to you on that one tyler i feel like i'm letting you down here that, that, that's a little bit out of my area but i should still have you covered I love Sounds it. Good. I love it. Thank you so much for sitting in with us. Um, if you guys do want to reach out to Neil, how can they reach out to you personally by chance? Yeah, I think just hit me up on on Facebook, uh, Neil Mathwig. Connect with me there. Uh, Onion Juice Podcast. Search for that. Connect with me there. That we've got the Onion Juice Podcast group. Love to have more. Join that as well. Awesome. Sounds great. Um, I guess we're signing off here. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, really appreciate you sitting in again, Neil. I can't thank you enough for this. Um, if you folks do have questions for the podcast, feel free to send a email to support at easyagentpro.com. Send us a tweet to easy agent pro. Um, with that also Facebook and the Beatzilla group or just the easy agent pro Facebook as well. Uh, send us a question there and we'll be more than happy to try and answer them. Uh, unfortunately we didn't have time because Neil had so much fantastic content. We are signing off. Thank you folks so much for listening. And as always, we will see you guys next and ladies next week. Thank you. Bye guys. Thanks guys. There it was. That's money. It's a gold podcast. I like that. Thank you for listening to In The Lead. If you have enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com. And as always, we'll see you later.